0: hello my name is andrew babone and welcome back to the walk um this is my podcast where i talk about my personal experience in my life as a christian and uh things that i want to put out and let y'all know that it has been on my heart um, from god so the two things i would like to talk about today is worship and praise and uh the story of David and Goliath and 1 Samuel. I'm sure you all have heard it already, but I want to give y'all my take from the heart, from what I've been going through, what I've been seeing as I've read it again. And it's so crazy how every single time you open up the Bible and you can read something you've already read before, yet God can show you something new through that word in your life that you may be going through, you may have gone through, maybe something he wants to prepare you for, um, but let's get right into it. So, um, I mentioned word worship and praise and a big thing with worship and praise. Um, a lot of people say it's different things. It's just music. It's just praying. Uh, it's whatever you need it to be really. Um, for me, worship and praise, Looks like whenever I'm going through a tough time, it's me alone, usually um, in a dark room. And I'm on, maybe I'm praying on, on the ground. Usually I am. Uh, or I'll sit in a chair. But I'll um, have times. Um, also, when I go to church, I'll worship and I'll cry and I'll cry. And, and um, I've had someone ask me before, like, why are you crying? Are you, are you okay? He's like, no, I'm Fine like we don't realize how blessed we are to have a savior that would literally die for us just so that we can be saved and be sin free and that we could have a happy life we could have a fruitful life he wants to provide for us he wants us to call on him in our time of needs and honestly i haven't been the best place i could be in my walk with christ and that's the main reason why I don't post any podcasts in a long time. It, it, you, I have to, you know, get back to where I was in the past to get closer back to Jesus. Because right now, if I could ask you a question, if, you know, you would die and go to heaven right now, would you get in or would you be cast out? Honestly, just sit, meditate, think on that. Like, would you be welcome into heaven or would you be like, nah, you have not been where you should have been. Like, what are you doing? You, I've given you all the chances. I've tried to love you. And so many times you've stomped on my love and gone, do, gone done other things and worship other idols and did all the things that you wanted to do. And it was time for you to come to me. You cast me aside, basically, basically spit on me just because you wanted to do something that was temporary. I don't know, man. Don't squander your eternal life for something that is so temporary, something that's going to come into your life, give you joy for literally five seconds, and then leave you with pain and worry and confusion. God doesn't do that. Christ doesn't do that. He doesn't leave you with pain and confusion. He comes to comfort us. He comes to love us. He comes to save us. He comes to see us do well so whenever I'm worshiping and I'm crying maybe sometimes I am going through a hard time maybe I'm going through something and it's me and Christ and we're just praying like God help me through this I've not been doing well here like I have not been where I need to be in the word I'm not praying or I'm worshiping some other idol maybe at one point in my life straight up it was porn i was addicted to it and i had to let go of it i had to get that out of my life you know to to get back on the straight path god wants you loop. god wants you um in or out he does not want you lukewarm so i urge you today through my reading of david and goliath um that you would hear something maybe and um Maybe it's not today, maybe it's tomorrow, maybe it's a month later when you hear this from the day I posted, but I pray this be fruitful to you. Um, Anyway, let me pray before we start. Dear God, thank you for this opportunity that you have given me to post and to speak online to people through whatever medium, and right now it's through this podcast. I thank you, Lord, for all the blessings you have given me in my life. Lord, I thank you for the valleys. I thank you for the hard times. I thank you for the pain also. And why do I thank you for it? Because without it, I wouldn't have been able to grow into the person I am now that you have made me into. That you have walked right next to me and seen me grow. And you've seen me struggle too. And you've been right there in my corner yelling, get up. Get up. Come back. Come back to me. Get up. Come on. You got this, Lord. Thank you for that. And I'm so thankful that I can get up and praise your name, Lord Jesus. I pray that you would speak through me today as we go through 1 Samuel in your holy word. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. One more thing before we get into it, Um, I want to talk about worshiping at home, Um, having time alone with God. Personally, when I have things on my heart, I need to get out and I need to say sometimes it's best not to say it to somebody. Sometimes it's best to speak it straight to God to get there and get to his presence and say, God, I need you right now. This is what's going on. This is what I'm struggling with. This is where I feel pain. Lord, thank you for this. Thank you for bringing me out of that. Thank you for all these blessings you're giving me right now. And thank you for the things I don't have, Lord. You just, whenever you're praying, sometimes I hear people say, I don't have anything to pray about. Well, let me tell you something you could be praying for the things that are going wrong in your life, the things that are going good in your life. And also, you could also make a list of all the names of all your friends, also. And if you don't have anything to pray for, call them. Call them and say, hey, what's something going on with your life? Are you okay? How you been? Can I pray for you on something? Do it. But no more delay. Let's get right into the word. Um, Today will be in 1 Samuel 17, and it's the story of David and Goliath. I'm pretty sure if you already hear, you've already heard it. Uh, We're going to go all the way through and read the entire thing. Then we'll walk through it um, again. So, verse 1. Now. The Philistines gathered their armies together to battle and were gathered at Sanach, which belongs to Judah. And I'm sorry if I pronounced anything wrong. Uh, I'm not the best Bible scholar, but we're going to get through it. Um, so they encamped between Sanach and Ezekiel and Ephes, damning and Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and they encamped in the Valley of Elah and drew up in, in battle array against the philistines the philistines stood on a mountain on one side and israel stood on a mountain on the other side with a valley between them and a champion went out from the camp of the philistines named goliath from gath whose height was six cubits and a span and a span he had a bra a bronze helmet on his head And he was armed with a coat of mail. And the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of bronze. And he had bronze armor on his legs and a bronze javelin between his shoulders. And now the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam. And his iron spearhead weighed 600 shekels. And a shield barrier went forth before him. And he stood and cried out to the armies of Israel and said to them, Why have you you come out? to line up for battle i am not am i not a philistine and you the servants of saul choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me if he is able to fight with me and kill me then we will be your servants but if i prevail against him and kill him then you shall be our servants and serve us and the philistine said i defy the armies of israel this day Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and the Israel and Israel heard these words of the Philistines, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Verse 12. Now David, the son of that Euph- Euphrates of Bethlehem, Judah, whose name was Jesse and who had eight sons, and the man was old, advanced in years in the days of Saul. The three oldest sons of Jesse had gone to follow Saul to the battle. The names of his three sons went to, who went to the battle were Eliab the firstborn, next to him Aminadab and the third Shema. David was the youngest, and the three oldest followed Saul. But David occasionally went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. And the Philistine drew near and presented himself forty days, morning and evening. Then Jesse said to his son David, Take now for your brothers of Ephah of this dried grain and these ten loaves, and run to your brothers at the camp and carry these ten cheeses to the captain of their thousand, and see how your brothers fare, and bring back news of them. Now Saul and they and all of the men of israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the philo- with the philistines so david rose early in the morning left the sheep with the keeper took the things and went at, as jesse had commanded him and he became and he came to the camp as the army was going out to the fight and shouting for the battle for israel and the philistines had drawn up in battle array army against army and david left his supplies in the hand of the supply keeper ran to the army and came and greeted his brothers then as he talked with them there was a there was the champion the philistine of gath goliath by name coming up from armies of the philistines and he spoke according to the same words so david heard them and all the men of israel when they saw the man fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. So the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man who comes who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel, and it shall be that the men, the man who kills him, the king will enrich him with great riches. He will give his daughter and give his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. Then David spoke to the men, who stood by him saying what shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes it takes away the reproach from Israel for who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God and the people answered him in this manner saying so shall it be done for the man who kills him now Eliab his older brother heard when he spoke to the men and Eliab anger was aroused against David and he said, Why do you come da- come here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and the insolence of your heart and a- insolence of your heart. For you have come down to see the battle. And David said, What have I done now? Is there not a cause? Then he turned from him toward another and said the same thing. And these people answered him as the first ones did now when the words which david spoke were heard they reported them to saul and he sent for him then david said to saul let no man's heart fail because of him your servants will go and fight with this philistine and saul said to david you're not able to go against this philistine to fight with him for you are a youth and he a man of war from his youth but david said to saul your servant used to keep used to keep his father's sheep when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of his flock i went out after it and struck it delivered the lamb from its mouth and went and when it arose against me i caught it by its beard and struck it and killed it your servant has killed both a lion both lion and bear and this uncircumcised philistine will be like one of them seeing he has defiled the armies of the living god Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. So Saul clothed David with his armor and put a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of mail. And David fastened his swords to his armor and tried to walk, for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these, for I have not tested them. So David took them off. Then he took, all, took his staff from his hand, and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook, and put them in a shepherd's bag, and a pouch which he had, and his sling was in his hand. And he drew near to the Philistine. So the Philistine came and began drawing near to David, and the man who bore the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was only a youth. Ruddy and good-looking. So the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you can come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, come, David, come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have come, you have defiled this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day, I will give you the carcass, the carcasses of the camp of the Philistine to the birds of the air and of the wild beasts of the earth. And all the earth may know that there is a God of Israel. Then all, this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword or and spear for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you in into our hands. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, that that David hurried ran toward the enemy to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone and slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead. So that the stone sank into his forehead, and he fell on the face of the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone, and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood over the Philistine, took his sword, and drew it out of of its sheath, and killed him, and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. Now the men of Israel and Judah arose and shouted and, per, and pursued the Philistines as far as the entrance of the valley and to the gates of Ekron, and the and the wounded of the Philistines fell along the road to Shurim, and even as far as Goth and Ekron. Then the children of Israel returned from chasing the Philistines, and they plundered their tents. And David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem and but he put his armor in his, in his tent. When Saul saw David going out against the Philistine, he said to Abner, the commander of the armory, Abner, whose son is this youth? And Abner said, As your soul lives, O king, I do not know. So the king said, Inquire whose son this young man is. Then, as David returned from the slaughter of the Philistines, Abner took him and brought him before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his hand. And Saul said to him, whose son are you, young man? So David answered and said, I am the son of your servant, Jesse, the Bethlehemite. The that, <clears throat> that was a mouthful to read, um, but let's go back through it. And I want to show you a few things that I have um, noticed and God revealed to me as I was reading it. So um, my main thing here is faith. David's faith is so strong, and I wish mine was like his, you know? Um, I wish I had the courage that he had, and I pray for that daily. And I pray that over you too, whatever you're going through, whatever your, your Goliath is in your life, mine, let's say again, I already said it, it was porn. Maybe it's addiction. Maybe it's alcoholism. Maybe it's some kind of other thing. Um, I pray that over you that you would have the faith to go against it and fight it um so let's talk about this let's go back so sometimes you know they're talking about how big goliath looks he has all this bronze helmet he has a big old spear he has a big old shield and all this all that this like sometimes we look at our enemy and sometimes we look at our problems and they look so big and they look so impossible so we go oh. I can't do it. There's no help. Let me just go entertain this guy over here. And I'm just going to keep doing me and I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, clean up my act or I'm not going to, you know, fight against that because I can't do that. But a lot of times we need to remember that God is on our side. God is on your side. Sorry. Give me a second. Just catch my breath. All right. Um, let's scroll on down here and let's talk about it a little bit more. So, All right. The second thing I would like to talk about is sometimes we have these doubts in our heads that are not of God. And they'll say like these things like Saul said to David, you're not able to go out and fight against that philistine like you're just a child like those thoughts will tell you in your head you're not able you're not worthy enough to go out there and fight and destroy all your fears all your problems in your life because really when god's by your side anything is possible you know what i mean like he already told him god was god was with me whenever i slayed that line and i slayed that bear why won't he be with me now and sometimes in our christian walk we get so lost in the things we're doing and things that we're entertaining on the side that we forget we forget how good god is and how strong he is and how he walks with us so we need to place our faith in him so he can carry us through our valleys lord and he is so awesome and he will do it he's ready to do it he's just waiting on you you go god i need you god i love you god you're my champion. You're my warrior. And I thank you, Lord, for all of you done for me already. So David here had amazing faith, and he said, "You know what? I'm gonna get this rock. I'm gonna get this sling, and we're gonna go out there and we're gonna fight them." And then also, here in this here in this passage, here's uh, one of my one of my last points, and I'm gonna close up. Um, they try to fit him into his bigger brother's um armor they like it's like no i can't really use this it's way too big and stuff like that and the, the the chest plates were too heavy he couldn't move around and everything like that and uh they tried to put a bronze helmet on his head and they tried to give him a sword and all this armor and david said to saul i cannot walk with these for i have not tested them and this basically is saying, I can't wear this. It's too heavy for me. It's too it's too much of a burden. Sometimes the world will place th- thoughts into your head or like expectations. People will give you expectations to try and satisfy when that's not really of God. God doesn't have expectations from you. He says, come as you are. He loves us. He wants us to come as we are and he will be there for us and God is through whatever we're going through. Um, So to close up, that's what I mainly seen from this um, story was that whenever we're going through a valley, like David was to meet his Goliath, we need to stay strong and have faith. And then sometimes our problems are our, our world feels like it's just going around and around and around like we're in a sling. But sometimes our problems are so small, like a stone and a rock. Sometimes we just need to get in the prayer and worship and praise and get it on our knees and say, God, this is my problem. I let it go and throw it out of our sling. And then God's going to take that problem and he's going to smash it and kill it. And he's going to cut it off at the head. I have nothing more to say. That's what I had on my heart. Um, thank you for listening. Love y'all praying for y'all. And I pray that y'all have an awesome week. Um, Thank you very much for giving all of your time to listen to this. Goodbye.